Who are you? It's good to be back, or is it? It's always good to、mm. see you.、Ben. How long is it since we last did a podcast? I just had to ask. Who are you? You were supposed to go into. I'm Ben Ando. I've worked for ITN. I've worked for ITV. I work for anyone who's lucky enough to have had me. <laughs> well, that doesn't include you then. <laughs> oh, oi, oi. <laughs> I'm Ben Ando. I'm a former. I'm a former correspondent with BBC News, with ITN, as you say, with Channel Five. Channel. I have actually done the shifts for Channel Four and Sky News as well. Are you talking、so、into your microphone a- though? Because you sound quite tinny. I'm. I'm literally talking into the microphone. Oh, that's much better. Now you just done that. Do you want me to start again? Don't hold your head in your hands. No, it's okay. We we can hear it from a distance、oh, where you've worked.、God. We've heard it all before. Well, it is a distance since I worked there. I left the BBC in 2019, and since then I've been running my little company.、Oh. Did you hear me on Jeremy Vine talking about my little business? Well, I've been talking about your little business for ages, Ben. <laughs> 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 There's a new man in my business, and he's all about his business, and his name ain't none of your business. Oh, oh, oh! Isn't、Let、it beeswax?、Know. You've got a small beeswax. I have got a very small. I'm a very small businessman, as everybody knows. I'm a I'm、Tiny. a small businessman with a small business. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's lovely to have your very small business back. I enjoyed going、uh, on the radio to talk about it. it was, that, that oh was yeah, sorry, we've got to talk about you and Jeremy Vine that, doing that selfies. That was the first time I'd been. That was the first time I'd been on the radio since I left the BBC. I think it was the first proper time I'd been actually broadcasting live, as opposed to doing the podcast. Didn't here, I、yeah. see? You about a year ago, or hear you in the background, and I said I can't remember which one, but it was. Oh, I mean, I'm on. Okay, so there's there's various documentaries that get re-shown from time to time, and I feature、oh, in. Listen、movies. to you.、Um, there's one about Adamant. There's one about the Northern Ireland peace process, and there's a couple of others. I think there's one on Levi Belfield that has me in the background. <laughs> What a combo! <laughs> I know. You know, I've done it all.、I've、You've got around. <laughs> round, round, get around. I've been around, yeah. So, Ben,、um, what are we doing? Sorry, you're friends with Jeremy Vine. We've got that out the way. Do you want? Well, no, tweet not, that. No, hang on. Jeremy Vine is a, for, a very a much respected and liked former colleague, and we I went on his radio show to talk about my new small business. Were you feeling fine with Jeremy Vine? I am feeling fine with Jeremy Vine, <laughs>、um, uh, but you'll be thrilled to hear it. We're not so friendly that we became entwined.、Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have asked you to come round to mine. <laughs> oh no, then I would resign. <laughs> okay, enough. I'm Victoria Mitzi, and I'm not quite sure what we're doing here anymore. We just sort of、uh, coerce each other into turning. Well, I coerce you into turning up, and then we get cross and go home. <laughs> and we we fit in a bit. We've got really. Disturbing case today. I suppose we should. But other other podos do disclaimers. Oh, I should tell you that I'm um I'm a journalist and I'm a telly radio broadcasty broad, and I live in Devon now. Victoria Mitzi, what podcasts were made for? Ben's in Cambridge. I am, yes, and I've. I think we're podcasters too, but that is debatable. The case that we've got for you, we've got. We're going to squeeze one in because it's a summer special, and、I、then we'll squeeze gonna... one out. 
Uh, boom, boom. We're gonna. We are talking today about a case of sororicide. <gasps> Very good. I thought you were having some kind of attack <laughs> <All right>. there. <laughs> and we are talking about a link that case has, a bizarre and, and slightly revolting link that it has to a case from the past that many people will know, and which, dare I say, uh, back in two thousand and five, I covered. <laughs> Oh, did you really cover? Or I did, did cover, you just yeah. Cover, I was down cover? the scene, all sorts of things. I, I covered the trial as well. No, I meant because we were talking about what, what people got, what corpses got covered in oh, I during, see. No, I'm, during I, no, I these process. I... Well, but by lucky hat, by the time I got there, the corpse was gone because they'd cleared the, um, the, the murder scene. The lucky hat of sororicide. I think there's our podcast title for this week. <laughs> we're also talking about popular causes of death in 1632 because we like to keep our ear to the ground, don't well, we? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm we're, I'm I'm genuinely worried because one of them is a lunatic, which I'm slightly <laughs> concerned you might be suffering from. Oh my goodness! I thought it was actually some of the death by bleeding that you'd planned for yourself. Death by bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some um, there are some lovely ones coming up, so stay tuned. Did you just mute yourself for that cough? I did. That I'm was trying very to save clev. your editing. I'm trying to save your editing because I know full well that you've got a tight <laughs> schedule this weekend, and you're off on <laughs> the holiday only next thing week. That's tight about lamets. Oh, uh, sounds a bit rude. You're heading for Corny Cornwall. I'm cornying in Corny. You'll be at the Wall of Corns. <laughs> um and a couple or, of interactions that you we can save till the end of the poddo oh by the way buy me a coffee forward slash ydlmf if you want to donate if you have done thanks uh if you've done some reviews i haven't actually checked that recently but thank you anyway uh thanks for your interactions i'll do that at the beginning because we really like you listening from all corners of the merry globe all, okay all corners of the flat earth you didn't let me finish. There's a live Okay, so for the you. first case we're going to talk about today is the case of Connor Gibson, who has been found guilty. Case. The first case we're going to talk about today is that of Connor Gibson, who's been found guilty of sexually assaulting and murdering his own teenage sister, Amber. Um, he was walking with her in Woodland in Hamilton, South Lanarkshire. He removed her clothing. Uh, the trial was told. He sexually assaulted her with the intention of raping her and then inflicted blunt force trauma to her head and body and strangled her. 20-year-old Connor Gibson had uh, was a convicted of this um, attack, which took place in November 2021. Uh, he denied the charges but was found guilty after a 13-day trial at the High Court in Glasgow. The judge, uh, Lord Mulholland, told him, your sister, the last person she saw was you strangling her. It was depraved and you will pay a heavy price for that. Now, Amber had been reported missing on the evening of the 26th of November 2021 and her body was discovered in Cadjow Glen on the morning of the 28th, so two days later. And Gibson was arrested three days later. And um, th there was lots of evidence against him, not least DNA evidence, um, but he was also um, 
seen clearly on CCTV at various locations, walking out with her and then walking back and taking efforts to try to disguise and hide the body. Um, the day before he was arrested, or rather detained, because we're in Scotland, he posted a chilling tribute to the sister he murdered, writing on Facebook, Amber, you will fly high for the rest of time. We will all miss you, especially me. I love you, Ginger Midget, GBFN, goodbye for now, X. That's now, awful. What, uh, <laughs> Sorry. There is a slightly um, unpleasant... Um, corollary to this story which is that an unrelated man who intimately touched amber's body and then left his dna all over her after coming sorry about that <laughs> coming across her dead body but didn't contact police was also found guilty so um that was um i love your sorry person. about that imagine that on knees at 10 oh sorry uh, well <laughs> I, I, I it, it's I dawned on me that this has been really carefree the, 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 the exact sentence is an unrelated man who intimately touched amber's body and left his dna all over her after finding her dead but didn't contact police was also found guilty <laughs> the, if you were writing it any other way, you'd say an unrelated man who came across Amber's body and left his DNA all over her after finding her dead. But you wouldn't want to put that, would you? No, Nobody you really would want to wouldn't. say that. But I like the sorry better. I think that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So the court heard during the trial that Gibson, who was also known by the surname Niven, was not emotional as he spoke to his and Amber's former foster father, Craig Niven, on the day the body was found. Mr Niven, giving evidence, said he would not leave the siblings in each other's company because they were not a good mix. Mr Niven and his wife had fostered them since Amber was three and her brother was five and they'd been granted permanent care of them a few years later. At the time of Amber's murder, Connor was living at a homeless hostel in Hamilton while Amber was at the town's Hill House Children's Home. It doesn't sound like they've had a very good past, does it? And I think that might be a lot to do with this. It's a terribly sad, unbelievable story. So uh, other evidence that the jury was told about was that on the day that her body was discovered, Cameron Gibson had said to his stepfather that he had fallen out with his sister when he saw her two days before, which, of course, was the day um, that she disappeared. They also examined a phone uh, that was found where Gibson had been living. And on the 27th of November at 12.34 a.m., that phone's user wrote to a Snapchat group with five recipients, I'm really going to need you guys help with something when yous come back. I'm being serious. And around 40 seconds later, the user messaged Amber on the app, are you okay? Then the user told the group chat an hour later, never mind, NVM, it's all good. Now, this is the search history obtained I from the phone. I don't really get that. Showed... Do you get that? What, yeah, he, I think what... he was just trying to sort of like create Cover a sort of smoke screen. Yeah. The search history obtained from the phone also showed the user searched how to get nosy police officers to stop monitoring your phone. <laughs> a search I'm sure we've all done. Yeah, quite. <laughs> how to <laughs> stop nosy podcasters. <laughs> how to stop nosy mitzes. Well, quite. <laughs> nosy indeed. Nosy by name, nosy. So Stephen Corrigan was... Oi! A... I just 
noticed that. Go on. Stephen Corrigan, <laughs> aged 45, was found guilty of attempting defeat the ends of justice, which I think is the Scottish version of attempting to pervert justice, by intimately touching and concealing Amber's body after discovering her at some point in the following two days and not contacting the emergency services. Now, Corrigan and Gibson didn't know each other. Um, he had lodged a special defence of alibi, uh, claiming that he was home with his father, William Corrigan, at Blantyre, South Lancashire, that weekend after a fall on ice left his arm in a sling um, and his father denied lying to protect him. But Corrigan couldn't explain to police why his DNA was found on 39 areas of Amber's body, including her breasts, buttocks and thighs. Now, the judge has already told Corrigan that he faces a lengthy sentence too. I think that that particular aspect of the story, the sort of reminds me a bit of the, the Sally Ann Bowman murder back in uh, 2005. And that was a case where um, she was um, a, a young model. She'd been out with her boyfriend um, and he had dropped her off and she'd been walking home. But then her body was found uh, in the driveway of a house and she'd um, uh, she'd been stabbed in the neck and the stomach and had been raped as she lay dead or dying. And her handbag, cardigan and underwear and mobile phone was stolen. Now, originally, or initially, I should say, the police treated this boyfriend, Lewis Sproston, as a suspect, and he was arrested. But then DNA evidence eliminated him. The DNA actually belonged to a chef uh, from Croydon, 35-year-old Mark Dixie, and he was charged with murdering her. Um, and the police had taken a DNA swab from him when they arrested him two weeks earlier for allegedly being involved in a brawl at, at the pub where he was working as a chef. Now, his defence was that he had been walking home past this uh, the driveway where Sally Ann Bowman's body lay. He admitted having sex with her after finding her on the ground outside her home, but denied murdering her and said that he did not realise that she was dead or dying when he found her. So <laughs> it doesn't say much for his lovemaking technique. You could tell, couldn't you, Ben? Pardon? You, you might be able to tell. You'd like to think you could tell. You'd like to think that if you're having sex with a woman, you'd know if she was dead or not. I mean, you'd like to think you'd there'd like be some to. kind of flicker of acknowledgement of, of, of what you're sort of sweating and grunting and getting up to. Although it depends on what you... Maybe some people want to sweat and grunt, you know. Yeah, it may, or it may be in that... In another um, type you know, of fashion. It, it could be that he was a sort of an in-and-out-and-put-the-kettle-on merchant. You know, one thrust and done. <laughs> as long as you're having custard cream. It was maybe maybe, maybe he was a he, he was a Mr. Quick Pop, oh, Mr. Dead Pop. <laughs> oh God! Anyway, um, so... I'm just looking at the details of this of of Amber's life and what her and her brother went through, and that what people are saying in tribute to her in her 16 years is that she despite the fact that she had a harrowing life in care and you know being moved around and having a a traumatic childhood she was she still had a very positive outlook so that message is coming through in the tributes to her uh, which makes it if it could possibly be made sadder but um I think the background, as we always know with, with these kind of cases, the background has a lot to do with the way things end up. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I mean, no, it's desperately sad. It really is sad. And it's such a, such a, um, 
you know, well, again, you just find as a lot of these cases, just find yourself asking why, 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 what, what could possibly make a twenty-year-old want to murder his own sixteen-year-old um, sister? What, what, you know, what, what kind of, yeah, he, he was, he was obviously just, you know, all fucked up in the head, and that's just the tragedy of this case. All the details are terrible. Yeah, the it, the it forensic findings that there's significant blunt force trauma all over Amber's head, including a fractured nose and the brain appeared swollen to the naked eye, despite the fact that there were no signs of a traumatic brain injury. And talking of causes of death, I quite like your segue, <laughs> nice segue. which takes us into our next item. Seggy Ben. These are the diseases and causalities okay. of death in the year 1632. And feels just like yesterday. By far the most common was among adults, this is because obviously lots of ch children would just die in, in infancy then, and, and that was just how it was. Um, but with uh, 1797, 1797 <laughs> deaths was consumption. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not death by eating too much, is it? Uh, I don't know, possibly. <laughs> um, <laughs> consumption. What actually is that? Is that that's a poor? Oh, this is sounds it, really it like... awful. It's like a BBC correspondent going the poor. They talk about the poor quite a lot. Is is consumption like tuberculosis or pneumonia or something? All right, I'll Google it. Hang on. I don't think you have it. <laughs> Although a lot of, 628 people died by being aged. <coughs> oh, here we go. It's a wasting disease, especially pulmonary tuberculosis. So I was correct. That sounds pretty grim. Um, what we've got to do is is find what the grimmest are in reverse order, right? Ben, <laughs> you might you might be dying of this soon. Aged 628. Canker. <laughs> Well, hang on. Sorry, we started with the most popular, which was consumption. Popular, the, the most popular death the, is. The, sec the second most popular was fever, 1108. And then you get down to the hundreds. And 628 people died from being aged, which I assume is what they used to call dying of old age. I wonder what um, they called old age in those days. Probably your this, age. So this is 531 died of flocks and smallpox, which probably sounds as, in, as unpleasant as it was. Yeah. And 470, it just says, died of teeth. Of I mean, teeth? I don't, I don't know if they, they, they got in, if their teeth got infected, which would have been a thing then with no dentistry, and they probably got sepsis and died, or whether they were just bitten to death by... Well, I don't know, people who were angry because they had the pox or something. I don't I've really got know. another like, theory that they actually were the only people who had teeth and they were all rotten. Okay, so they had rotten teeth. but Because no one else had them. any. So they had to mark so down teeth on the thing. Murdered for their teeth? No, they died because they had like three toothy pegs and they all went brown and then they died. Oh, I see. 348 died... And this, I think you've had this from bloody flux. <laughs> no, I think I die of piles. There's one, oh, yeah. the one person. One, you'd be the you'd be the one person who died of terminal piles. <laughs> one person died of piles. Oh, no, you wouldn't have died that. You would you would be one of the uh, 
267 people who died of dropsy and swelling. <laughs> dropsy mitzy. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got one for I've got one for you. You're a swine pox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd swine like to... pox. That would yeah, that would get me every time. That or I, either <laughs> either that or worms. Oh, I think I'd definitely go with thrush and sore mouth. Actually, no, you'd be you'd you'd die of lunatic. L-U-N-A-T-I-Q-U-E, a lunatic. <laughs> well, get this, you die of worms. I like that um, some 46 people were killed by several accidents. Uh, not just one accident, but several of them. Look What's who it is. What's cancer and wolf? Ten people died of cancer and wolf. And what's, what's the difference? I don't know. Um, what's the difference between cancer and canker? I, I don't know, but I'm sure the average doctor in 1632 would be more than happy to prescribe a course of leeks for it. No, not leeks, leeches. A course <laughs> like of leeches. A, leak. a course of leeches. <laughs> Hang on, I've got four to people put... died of gout. I think I've had gout every now and then. My big toe hurts when I've been drinking too <gasps> much port. No way, no way. It's actual thing. You're going to die of gout. Oh well, I hope it just stays in my toe and doesn't spread. How can you die of sciatica? I definitely have sciatica. Oh, well, you've basically died of gout and sciatica. Sci- what? what? I've died of Ni- vodka. Very, very drunk. So, hang on, 98 mm. people, that's quite a large number, died mm. of rising of the lights. <laughs> oh, we all know what that means. Uh, no, I Magic don't. What does it mushrooms. Mean? <laughs> oh, is that what it means? Okay, well, answer me this then. Why did 13 people die of fistula? Nah, because you were around. I wasn't around in bum, 1632. Bum. I'm not quite that old. Oh, I was making a joke that you didn't get. <laughs> fistula? What is fistula? Do you know what it is? Well, I know that um, Hitler had an army group, Fistula, as part in his uh, as, as the sort of like um, in the final dying days of World War Two, when he was in Berlin in his bunker, surrounded. And he was convinced that army group fistula would come to his rescue, but apparently they didn't because they didn't. I don't think they existed. Or he had all these ideas that he had all these army groups that uh, none of them were actually in re- reality. They were just like two guys uh, with one gun between them. Oh really? Yeah. Well, you that know, sounds know. like he was a bit of a letdown on all fronts, basically, to put it mildly. <laughs> hey Ben. Here we go. Army group fistula. Army group fist. Oh, it's Vistula, not Fistula. That's a shame. Oh, um, it was an mind, army group of the fistula. Wehrmacht formed. Army group Fistula was an army group of the Wehrmacht formed on the twenty fourth of January, nineteen forty five. It lasted for one hundred and five days, having been put together from elements of Army Group A, shattered in the Soviet Vistula Order Offensive, Army Group Center, destroyed in the East Prussian Offensive, and a variety of new or ad hoc formations. And it was formed to protect. Berlin from the Soviet armies advancing from the Fistula River. I see. It didn't okay. last very long. It wasn't. It wasn't the most successful army group. Oh, just as well I didn't join. Thank you for um, asking us where we've gone. And I'm sorry, I, I said a different excuse every time. It was always blamed on you, Ben. Oh no, that's fine. It's all entirely my fault. But we I'm thought sure. we'd die down over the summer, didn't we? We'd attend to our fistulas well, and indeed. our worms <laughs> and our thrush. I, I needed to tan my fistula. Are you doing anything nice this summer except tanning your I, fistula? In, in October, I'm planning to go and see my folks in Italy, which oh. will be nice. But I'm not. And I've been away. I had a short trip to Chester and the Peak District last week, where I did a bit of hiking, which I rather enjoyed. Did you get blisters on your fistula? 
I didn't get any blisters on my fistula. My fistula on your fistula. My fistula came back entirely intact and not remotely puckered up. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go and pucker my fistula in. Oh, that'll be nice. Are you going to shave your fistula? (laughs) It doesn't need shaving. It's uh, soft as a mouse's ear. (laughs) (laughs) How lovely. What a delightful picture. Um, and I am sure I have to say things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and thank you for some interactions. I'm not going to um, say all of them to you, Ben, because they need a bit further discussion. We haven't had time to think. But we just wanted to wish you a cheery summer, don't we, Ben? We do, of course. Of course Let me just course, have a look. Course, hang on, hang on, hang on. How are the mm. podcast-consuming public supposed to stay across all the gruesome and gory details in the world we live in? Oh, well, well, we've managed to bring people up to date with... Um, with those gory with, details. With the gory details, because we found... I think that was I think that's one uh, up there with one of the worst cases, Connor Gibson, actually. It's a pretty... It's a, it, no, it is a shocker. You're absolutely right. It genuinely is a shocker. Mm, and as usual, answers on a postcard if you want to hear any cases that we can delve into, because we obviously can't... With a with a massive team producing, um, it's not... I can't look at everything. So email me at you didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com and don't keep it clean because no one else has with their emails. Bring the filth, that's what I Bring say. Bring the filth. Okay. Bring well, the filth. Lovely to see you this summer's day. Lovely to see you too. Are we saying goodbye now? Yes. Have you got anything else to report? No, no, no. Are you no, going to it. make any other media appearances we should know about before my voice dies? Um, only on uh, my own YouTube channel. Where Hello? We our new products. I'm sorry. Yes. Your YouTube it's, channel. Well, it's, it's my, my revolution YouTube channel. It's oh, my, the, hang my on. business. Embargo, embargo. Right. You will go on Jeremy Kyle. I forgot what his name was. Don't oh. know. <laughs> okay. Old lady brain go, is setting in. Um, you'll go on Jeremy Vine and not mention us. But when you come on here, you mention your YouTube channel, do you? Yes, that's correct. I'm, I'm, it's, it's completely unfair and I'm a terrible person. You're a terrible person, but we... And, and we don't even love it. It's not <laughs> good, terrible... It. She loved it. She <laughs> loved it. Okay, so people can see you on... Why don't you go on our YouTube? I want you to do... Oh, hands up. Uh, like, tell us if you want to see us on YouTube, because I'd like to oh, go. God, ben doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. He's shy when it comes to anything to do with this, aren't you? I am very shy, but no. how painfully shy I am. Yeah, painful, more like. <laughs> okay, go and die of worms. And you too. Enjoy your worm. <laughs> Enjoy your fistula. <laughs> Thanks. Maybe it'll get better if you put it in the sea in uh, Kerno. I mean Cornwall, I mean Kerno. <laughs> Maybe, who knows. Bye. Bye. Bye.